0: Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. Today it's another one of our regional treats from the Pittsburgh and Cleveland area City Chicken. How many of you remember City Chicken? I hope you remember it fondly. Anna's making a face right now, she doesn't remember it fondly. Well, I just happened to think of it the other day, mainly because I was in a grocery store and I saw a package of city chicken and I said, get out. They don't still make city chicken. Are you kidding me? But they do. It even comes with the little sticks in there so you can make it. And I thought, hmm, I should make city chicken. For those of you who have never heard of this... City chicken is not chicken, nor is it poultry. Not at all. It's actually, uh, well, nowadays, it's pork. It's little cubes of pork. In the olden days, though, um, back in the early 1900s, from what I've discovered in reading all about city chicken, there's actually a lot of information about city chicken out there when you start looking it up. In the early 1900s and up into the Depression era, you know, People didn't have a lot of money to spend on food, especially people that lived in the city that, you know, worked in mills and that sort of thing. They had to really watch their dollars. Now, in the city, you couldn't raise chickens like you could in the country. So in the city, if you wanted chicken, it cost a lot of money and people really weren't willing to pay a lot of money to get chickens. So they would go to the butcher And they would get these scraps of meat, which were basically trimmings off of pork and veal trimmings, which were the cheapest meats, believe it or not, pork and veal. So they would get those trimmings and they got these little short skewers. They're probably about mm, four to six inches long, these little wooden things. And they would shove all those little bits of meat on there and then they would coat it in like a flour or a cracker coating, fry it in a skillet, bake it in the oven for a while. And if you used your imagination and squinted your eyes up, you would think it was a chicken leg. But it wasn't a chicken leg. It was little scraps of meat stuffed onto a stick. Okay? That was city chicken. As you came forward through history, it began to be a little bit better And probably when you got past the Depression, I would think around that era, city chicken became cubes of meat, and it was already made up for you at the butchers. You would go into the butcher shop and get your city chicken, and it was basically there would be two cubes of pork and two cubes of veal on a little wooden skewer, and it looked, you know, it was just kind of like a weird little short shish kebab. You took that home. Did the same thing. You dredge it in flour and seasonings and fry it in the skillet, bake it in the oven, maybe have a little gravy on it or whatever, but it was still your mock chicken leg. And these were really popular because they were easy to pack into somebody's lunch. So if, if somebody worked in the mill, throw a couple of those city chicken legs in there, something to eat at lunch, quick supper, have some city chicken, fry it up in the pan. It's done pretty fast. Very inexpensive, very inexpensive, you know, for people on a tight budget. So it was a great dish for the Rust Belt because we needed things that were inexpensive that you could cook quickly. And that's what it was. A lot of people credit this as being a Polish American dish that, um, you know, came from the Polish people. I don't know how true that is. It could be true, but it definitely was uh, a dish that came out of frugality, You know, we don't want to waste anything. We don't want to waste all those little scraps of meat when you could shove them onto a stick and make a perfectly good thing out of them. And it also came out of the need for inexpensive foods for people. You know, you had to have something that would hold you over for a day at the mill. So you wanted to have something like that, that... Um, that was a hearty meal. And also, like I said, in the city at that time, chicken was really, really expensive. Now, if you lived out in the country and you kept chickens, you of course had eggs, you had chickens they were running around. And it was sort of a tradition. I know in my own family, every Sunday you had fried chicken. Cause that was a special thing to do. I also remember, um, both of my grandparents saying that they used to give the pastor a chicken on Sunday. So he could have a nice chicken dinner. I know, uh, sometimes it was kind of annoying to my one grandfather because he thought he was pretty tired of having to give this guy a chicken every week that he didn't really care for, you know. (laughs) So, um, but in the country, you had chicken. It was right there running around in your yard. And if your hens were older and they weren't laying as much, then you fried them up and ate them. You baked them and ate them. In the city, chicken was a high-end food, a gourmet food. You didn't get chicken. So you got city chicken. Now, you can still buy city chicken, because I've seen it. I know my local stores have it, and I uh, I got some at actually our local butcher shop also sells it, so it's around out there, so you could make it. If you haven't had it since you were a little kid, and I know a lot of people my age, this was like a weekly meal when we were kids, you know, you had city chicken, because it was still cheap in the 60s, so unfortunately now, not as cheap... Veal is very, very expensive, so your city chicken is just going to be pork. Although, when I got my pack of city chicken, there was one piece of veal on each skewer, and it was real little. So <laughs> so they still make it. It's mostly all pork. Pork, the other white meat, you know? So it's, um, it's about $5 for a package of four city chicken fake legs, whatever you call them. Um, so it's, it's not outrageously priced. Uh, and actually I made it and it's kind of brought back memories when I made it. Cause it was, it's still not, it's not bad. You know, it's a good thing. So I thought, ah, oh, this would be a fun thing to do because it's, you know, every once in a while we like to uh, dig into our heritage here in the Rust Belt and make some kind of classy Rust Belt food. I have enough podcasts now that you could probably have a Rust Belt buffet. <laughs> of all the things. So I'm going to give you a recipe. I, I, what I did, I, I looked online. I found a lot of recipes, and none of them sounded quite right. So I started asking older people, "Do you remember having city chicken? What was your city chicken like?" I even put it on Facebook and got some responses there because I didn't want to. I didn't want to make it wrong, and I was trying to remember how we made it. Some people made a gravy with theirs and had it like with a gravy. We didn't. Ours was really like a, chi- a fried chicken leg. So this is about the best combination of things that i found from all the people that I asked and all the recipes I looked at and trying to remember from my childhood and that sort of thing. So here we go. City chicken. So you need two pounds of city chicken, which is going to be about eight city chickens for this recipe. If you don't want to make two pounds, you can cut everything in half and just make four of them. But you might really enjoy them a lot once you make them. So (laughs) So you might want to go ahead and make your two pounds. Okay. So there should be four cubes of meat on each wooden skewer. You're going to have salt, pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, or a bottle of seasoned salt prepared to sprinkle on the meat. So have that setting there, okay? You're going to need about a cup of flour in a bowl. You may need more than a cup, but... Um, a cup is probably good. And you're also going to need, I should mention, you're going to need three bowls that you'll be able to dip your city chicken skewer in. So like um, like a wide, flat kind of a bowl, like a, uh, I don't know, like a wide, flat soup bowl or pasta bowl, something like that. So cup of flour, two eggs, two tablespoons of milk, beaten well in another bowl. So you're going to have one bowl with just flour in it. You're going to have one bowl with two eggs, two tablespoons of milk, beaten well, mixed up together. You may need an extra egg in this, but this is this is probably good for you, okay? And then in your third bowl, you're going to need two cups of plain breadcrumbs, a fourth teaspoon of salt, an eighth teaspoon of pepper, a half teaspoon of garlic powder, a half teaspoon of onion powder, a half teaspoon of paprika, and mix that all up into your breadcrumbs. Okay, so now you got your two pounds of city chicken on skewers. you got your three bowls ready. And now for your skillet. You want to get a large skillet. This does not need to be able to go in the oven because we're going to take the chicken out of it and put them on another pan. So you're going to need a large skillet. And in that skillet, you're going to heat to a medium heat four tablespoons of canola oil and two tablespoons of butter. So you're going to heat that up to medium heat, and you also need to have a 9 by 13 pan or glass dish setting aside that you're going to put your fried city chicken in. So, we're getting ready here. You're going to take your city chicken, and you're going to sprinkle, just don't put a ton on, but salt, pepper, onion powder, and garlic powder. Just sprinkle onto them all, all sides of them, to get them ready, Okay. So season your city chicken, and then you're going to dredge your city chicken in a bowl of flour first. So you put flour all over it, okay? Then you dip it into the egg mixture, and then you roll it in the breadcrumbs. And make sure your breadcrumbs are coating it all the way around. Once it's coated, you can set it onto, uh, what I did was I used my big 9 by 13 pan to get all my chicken prepped, So I did four at a time. So do four of them and then start frying those four in the skillet. And what you want to do is you want to brown them on all sides. So they're not going to be completely cooked, but you want to put them in that skillet and brown them, turn, brown, turn, you know, till they're browned on all sides and then do the same thing with the next four. Okay. And when they're done, you're going to put them in your nine by 13 dish as they come out of your skillet all nice and browned. put them in your nine by 13 dish, cover it with foil, and then you're going to bake them in the oven for 20 minutes at 350 degrees. Okay. At the end of 20 minutes, you're going to take the foil off and let them bake for five minutes uncovered. And this will crisp them up a little bit. And then you're going to take them out and let them sit for about five minutes to cool off. And then you're going to enjoy a taste treat that you haven't had in a long time. And these were really, really good. It's so funny how food brings back childhood memories. But city chicken, just it just really brought back a lot of childhood memories for me. If you never had it, you know it's not going to bring back any memories. So, you know. <laughs> now, I have a question from my childhood. Yes. I did not know that city chicken was on a skewer or that there was veal involved. I always thought city chicken was like a pork chop, but prepared like fried chicken is with a crust no because i remember that being called city chicken well they have things that uh that are called chicken fried whatever so you can get a chicken fried pork chop Mm -hmm. you can get a chicken fried steak and that's what it is it's dipped in batter and deep fried it's a little different so how is the batter different from chicken fried things and city chicken yes Although I did, when you guys were little, um, I took pork chops and cut them to look like chicken nuggets and put them in batter and fried them in a pan and told you guys they were chicken nuggets. You really didn't like them that much. You said the chicken tasted weird, but um, we had pork. That could be what I'm thinking of. (laughs) Yeah, we had pork and we didn't have chicken, so that's what I made. So this is sort of a little trick. Ha! (laughs) Ha! But the city chicken's good you don't need to you could have uh dipping sauces to dip it in if you wanted to um I think I had like uh hot sauce barbecue sauce and that, but it's just a really good meal and and I believe from my own childhood we when we had city chicken we had city chicken and mashed potatoes and my mom probably made a gravy from the drippings in the in the uh pan afterwards but that's what we did that's what we had and um this is a really good this is a good old classic. That You know, if you haven't had it for a while, you should ha- you should make it just for old time's sake. <laughs> and if you've never had it, you should make it so you know what your ancestors ate back in the old days of the Depression when there wasn't a chicken leg around available and chicken was the most expensive thing you could buy. Of course, now, we've talked about this before on the podcast, now, of all things, chicken wings are the most expensive piece of chicken you can buy. And then thighs right after that. You know, the breast is, like, cheap. The drumsticks are cheap. But by golly, if you want chicken wings, you're paying for those. (laughs) So uh, give this this fun recipe. This is a really fun thing to do. You should definitely do this. Especially, like, you know what would be fun is, you know, have your parents over and have city chicken just to see the reaction. It could go good. It could go bad. I don't know. I think it would be fun. And make sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, Mary And keep an eye on our Standing Chimney Facebook page and our Mary Mac Bakehouse Facebook page. At Standing Chimney on Saturday, September 21st, we're going to have live music and pulled pork Sundays, which is always fun. And uh, then. Once we get into um, November, Standing Chimney is going to be open every Saturday in November. And then I'm going to be at the Spruity farms fall festival the last weekend of september and we'll have our booth set up and we'll have the three moms travel delicious homemade pierogies there of course we'll have all of our baked goods cookies that you love and enjoy and we're also going to have a new really fun photo op which i'm not going to tell you about you're going to have to come and see that so we hope to see you there thanks a lot for listening if you did and if you didn't too bad for you